0: Do you like
1: horror, sci-fi, superheroes, comics, and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with crypt keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin, and this is the Stars of Tomorrow podcast. Very excited today because my guest uh, today, uh, you could see him at Hamilton Pro Wrestling, Courage Pro Wrestling, uh, just to name a few uh, promotions he works for. Very happy to welcome to the show, safe Travis Moore. Travis, welcome to the show, my friend.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man.
1: My pleasure. My pleasure. So um, first and foremost, first and foremost, uh, I, I want to start. Uh, you recently suffered a concussion, uh, and I know it prevented you from coming on the show um, the last time. Uh, so I just want to know how you feeling. Uh, how are you feeling today?
0: I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, less dizzy.
1: Yeah, so how did, how, did that, how did that happen? Did it happen in the ring, or um, how, did, how did you get the concussion?
0: So, here's the problem. Uh, about a month ago, I did, a sh- I did private training with Rip for a guy training for one of his matches. And uh, I was helping Rip show him how to do like an electric chair hot shot. Okay. And my foot caught the rope and I hit my head off the mat. Oh. And so, I ended up wrestling the same day against uh, a buddy of mine, Young Love. And the uh, match went fine. next day, I wrestled <laughs> a match against Wade. And uh, it was from Macabre, and we are like, all right, we're going to keep it safe, but we're going to do the same match that we had an idea for. And uh, on one of the Beals, I under-rotated and smacked my head on the mat, and I was kind of knocked out sitting up. So uh, I took a week off, and I did a Mel- Michael Elgin seminar, and uh, I did just fine with that. And so the same day, I went to PWA, and I did my whole temple shtick, uh, next week, uh, I did three shows in one weekend. I did Union, HPW, and uh, CWO. And so for Union, I did fine. For HPW, I took a Ushi-Guroshi, and the way the guy does it is he lifts his knee up, and he like does kind of like a GTS with his ushi But rather than my back hitting his knee, it was my head just smacking off his knee, and I was out of it for a while. And decided to take the month off.
1: That's a smart move, smart move, man. Uh, so, you'd, so when when do you think you'll be headed back to the ring?
0: Uh, I have a show on the 18th in the Welland, and okay. it's against my trainer, Rip Impact. Okay. So I'm going to go back on that day and train as hard as I can for that day and hopefully have a killer match with Rip.
1: Okay, well, make sure, man. Make sure you're okay, okay? Because I know uh, we, yeah. you're going to do the show, and you're like, I have a concussion. I don't think I can do the show. And I was like, wow, well, that must be a pretty bad concussion. So, Jews just take care of your health first, man. Make sure you're, make sure you're okay because concussions are nothing to fool around with, my friend.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I learned that the hard way. I've had a lot of concussions throughout my life, so.
1: All right, all right, man. Um, so how, how old are you right now, if you don't mind me asking?
0: I'm 18 now.
1: 18 years old. Wow. So you're still. Um. How long have you been wrestling for?
0: Uh, I started like training when I was 17. So like last September. Uh, I got injured within my first week. Uh, broke my collarbone, and uh, I ended up going back for. I didn't go back for about like three weeks and uh, did like a Joe Hendry seminar. One went back about a week later later I rebroke it and uh, so I didn't start training again until like January so that's when my real training started
1: all right man it sounds like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta you know I, I think uh, is it because you're doing these high-risk moves that you're uh, that you're getting injured you gotta you gotta be careful my friend Um. so uh, so yeah I, just I, I know um and another thing you you seem to be a a lot smaller than than your opponents because you're a you're a little guy, you're about my size I'm five foot four uh, but um like I was watching let's, let's talk about the match with um doc Richards first of all you you sent me, which was a fantastic match by the way. I loved watching that match, but you took some serious bumps in that match he um he um powerbombed you pretty hard and a chokeslam was pretty bad how how were you how how were you (laughs) feeling yeah how were you feeling after that match man because i was like i was getting hurt and just watching it man
0: uh during the match uh i was extremely winded after uh the powerbomb and uh after the match like the adrenaline was still going through me so i i didn't feel it until about like 20 minutes later and like after i started feeling it i was just like yeah I love this I, I don't
1: care <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel like you usually had a a, there's a size difference is it does it bother you at all or or do you know uh, how you're learning how to work around the size difference now because you against uh, say someone like Wade Allen and I'm gonna talk about a little I'm gonna talk about um, Wade in a little bit uh, but like are you' learning how to to work around the height the size difference, because usually you're the smaller guy it's usually like davy versus Goliath when you're in the ring but um how uh, how how are you how are you working that man are you, you do you get nervous are you gonna get hurt or what's what's going through your mind and, and how do you prepare for something like that
0: well when it's someone like wade uh wade's like one of my best friends in wrestling so uh like I trust him a lot so I don't worry about getting hurt uh but like a lot of the time, I don't, like, I'm so used to it now that I'm less nervous about that, and I'm more nervous about, like, screwing up something.
1: All right, because Wade Allen, he, he's, he's got a massive clothesline, and he drops a huge elbow. And I think you had mentioned on Facebook that you've taken both of them. And I'm sure you were a little winded after each one. Uh, is, is that correct? How would you feel after getting hit with one of his uh, clotheslines and elbow drops?
0: So, like... Usually during, like, a drill at, like, W like, we do sometimes, like, we whip the other guy off, and you hit him with one of your strikes. Like, uh, the one time Wade did it, and he hit me, like, not, like, not his hardest, but it was definitely hard. And, like, I felt like my chest, chest, like, chest caved in, and I just kind of sat there just took a breath and I was like all right let's keep going
1: there you go man there you go and what what actually uh, I'm sorry completely different topic one thing I forgot to mention in the beginning this is actually your podcast debut is that correct yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, sh- I should have introduced that in the beginning. I should have introduced it like that. Sorry, but this is uh, St. Travis Moore's podcast debut. So, I'm very proud that that you're debuting on my show. So when when you become um, a big star in the WWE or or uh, <laughs> or AEW, I can say, "Yep, yeah, he was he was- I debuted on my show." So uh, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, man. Man. So so. Let's go back to the beginning. How did you become interested in professional wrestling? So how did you get your um, – I'll, I'll, I'll let you answer that question. How did you get uh, interested in, in professional wrestling?
0: So uh, my whole life I've watched professional wrestling. Like my parents watched it. My dad told me he went to a live show with Big John Stud and Andre and all those guys, and so uh, when he told me that, when I was, like, about five, he told me, like, throughout my childhood, I would tell him, like, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And, like, my family, we're not the biggest dudes. My dad's ripped, but, like, he's not a tall dude at all. He's, like, five eight. Okay. But, uh, I told him throughout I would be interested in wrestling, and, of course, like, it came up with, like, all the, like, my, the first match I ever remember, I think it was, you remember Eddie Guerrero's last match? Uh, Eddie versus... Mr. Kennedy.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes.
0: That was the first match I ever remember. Okay. But like, my dad told me I've been watching wrestling like before that too. So that's insane for me to think about.
1: So, so you mentioned Eddie Guerrero, but who, who was he? One of your favorites, or who is who were some of your favorites growing up?
0: Uh watching back, like Eddie Guerrero is definitely one of my favorites because he's he's not a tall dude either. He's just really strong, and like yeah. that's one of the that's the body type I kind of want. But uh, my favorites were like, of course, like and Stereo, Spike, uh, Edge, for character wise. I loved Edge. Okay. Like Edge is one of, actually my favorite wrestler.
1: Okay, cool. What about um, like, yeah. you got, like these days? You got um, someone like like Marco Stunt, who is a, is a little. What 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 would happen if uh, uh, yeah. Safe Travis Moore goes one on one with Marco Mar- 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 Stunt?
0: a lot of canadian destroyers <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be uh, it be uh, yeah it could, it could be um, whoever hits 10 canadian destroyers first uh, would would win the yeah. match then <laughs>
0: I, I i would be down for that i just started using the canadian destroyer so we could go back and forth
1: there you go, man. There you go. Cool. It can happen. It can happen when, You know, AEW might need an opponent for uh for Marco Stunt. And um yeah, they they could be looking up here and looking for safe Travis Moore to to be that opponent. You never know. You never know what could happen, man.
0: Oh, I would love that.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be fantastic, man. So so at what point in your life did you start thinking as you're watching professional wrestling, did you start thinking, um, uh, and I know you, you mentioned, uh, you told your dad um, that you're going to be a professional wrestler. But when did you seriously start thinking, I'm going to be a professional wrestler um, when, when, I, when I, uh, I get older?
0: I, I like, first, uh, when I heard about Santino's school, like, uh, battle arts, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's in Mississauga. It's somewhat near me. So I should go to that school. But then... Uh, I was like 15 at the time. I was like, I don't think he'll take me at that time. So when I was about 17, my friend, uh, he's like one of my best friends right now. He messaged me showing a picture of a Josh Alexander seminar, and that was like, I was, I was like, this is my opportunity where I can like start going.
1: Yeah, Josh Alexander, man. I think is one of the, he is the best wrestler in Canada right now, and uh, absolutely, For sure. you, you can't learn from a better better wrestler than uh, than josh alexander i mean tyson dukes is right up there but uh well actually where, where are you training right now you said you're training at um hamilton pro wrestling school is that is that correct
0: yeah i'm training at hamilton pro wrestling i'm also on the pro- process of just trying to train at josh's school so i gotta start getting down there more often
1: yeah that's up there um Schomburg. Oh, yeah, Schomburg. That's right. I'm thinking it's. I'm thinking Aurora, but no, it's well, Aurora's close by, but Schomburg. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you could get to Josh Alexander's school, um, that's that'll that be amazing. That's a great teacher to have, uh, Josh Alexander. Big big fan of Josh. He's doing great things right now in um, in Impact Wrestling. Uh, oh but, yeah. But uh, but but this podcast is about safe Travis Moore not Josh Alexander. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so uh, that's enough praise for Josh Alexander. Um, yeah. So so in when you first started training what what, what were some of the first things uh, you learned uh when you began training and and how long until you felt comfortable to uh, to step in the ring for your first match
0: Uh the first things I learned were uh well uh don't hurt yourself cuz I'm a very uh I was a very clumsy person throughout okay. my life so uh whenever I started training I kind of like I was very, like, whenever I bumped, I did still hit, like, my head kind of a little bit. So, then, like, it was funny. Josh was the person that told me, just tuck your head. Like, he took him a bit. Took me a bit. And, uh, (laughs) even at rip school, like, he was just kind of, like, you need to tuck your chin more. So, my flip bumps were a bit off. But, like, again, I had that whole broken collarbone incident. So, when I got back in the ring, like, late December, early January, uh, it came, like, I, did, I was talking to my chin more, and I was, like, being a lot more careful, a lot more safe, if you will. Uh, and so, whenever I, like, that was the first thing I learned. I learned how to be a lot more faster. Uh, it was, plus, I love technical wrestling, so uh, that was one of the things I always paid attention to whenever we had technical wrestling uh, or chain rails, for sure.
1: All right, cool. So tell me about uh, the memories of your first match. Um, what, what do you remember? What, what are you, were you satisfied with the first match, and, and how did you feel after the match was over? So uh,
0: technically, I don't count my like first match because it was a battle royal. I like I was very nervous for it, but uh, I wasn't as nervous as if it was like a singles match because like uh, a lot more people are in the ring and they're not more focused on me, so. I'll say more of my first ever match it was a trios match at PWO in Burlington. It was uh, me, Matt Cash, and Jesse Mack versus Steve Brown, Hacker Scotty O'Shea, and Alessandro Bruno. Okay. I only found out 30, 30 minutes before the show started that I was going to be wrestling there. I, didn't even, I forgot my gear bag, so okay. Steve Brown gave me some shit for that. And uh, so... I remember, like, people, like, Holden Albright and, like, Justin Sane were backstage. And, like, can I swear on here?
1: Absolutely. Go right ahead.
0: My first thought was, literally, holy fuck, I'm back here with all these guys that, like, (laughs) when I first started watching Ontario Independent Wrestling, these are the guys I was, like, I want to face. I, I want to learn from these guys. And, uh, I just remember, uh... Steve Brown and Hacker—they're just like kid, calm down. Uh, you're gonna be the one taking the heat for the most part. We're gonna be beating you up, and you'll be good. Uh, you're with us. He's like, even we—he's like, even we fuck up. So don't worry about it, kid. Okay. So like, throughout the match, like, they told me like my selling was off, but they said like that's probably because you're extremely nervous that you're in the ring with all of us. I said, yeah, and I got the pin on Steve Brown, so I, I'm. That's a very fond memory on me. Oh,
1: so yeah, I know you had sent me that match, and I apologize. I did not get to watch it yet, but I will watch the match. Uh, I did watch the other matches that you sent me. Uh, but you were unsafe, Travis Moore. Uh, how did you go from unsafe, Travis Moore to safe, Travis Moore?
0: So I was always like safe, Travis Moore. My beginning match, I was safe, Travis Moore. Uh but, uh, they were like, oh, so you're with White Trash Circus. You need to be White Trash. And I was like, well, Save Travis isn't a White Trash character. And he's just like, they're like, you know what? You're Unsafe Travis. And so I went out and I was Unsafe Travis for, like, that night. Okay. And I'm still running with White Trash Circus right now. And they just, they call me Safe Travis now. So it's kind of funny just looking back and I only was one match in for, uh, Unsafe Travis more. So,
1: so how did you, um, is there a backstory on on why you're called Safe Travis Moore? <laughs> yeah. Okay. let right. Well, so, let's uh, let's, hear let's hear it. let man. So uh,
0: when I first started, uh, Wade wasn't there the first week that I was there. I think he was just uh, he was probably busy with something. Or but uh, the first day I met Wade, uh, guys, my best friend, like for wrestling. But uh, he told me like he was like uh, he was leaving. He said. Safe travels, kid. And I I misheard him. I thought he called me uh, Travis. So I was just like, my name's not Travis. And uh, he's like, it is now, kid. And he walks away. So, like, for the remaining, like, weeks, he was calling me Safe Travis. And so I just kind of was like, you know what? I'm going to run with it for a short bit. Run it for, like, my first year being Safe Travis. And, like, I got gear made. And then I was, like, having second thoughts. And Wade just looks at me. He's like, you can't switch out now, bro. You got to (laughs) go.
1: So so, Wade Allen gave you the gave you the name. Then he gave you the name. That yeah right.
0: yeah. Right. Wade Wade's a pretty smart dude when it comes to coming up with people's like characters and such.
1: Yeah no, it's it's a cool name. It's a cool name. Uh, so the name stuck and um, I know. Let's talk about the match with uh, Von Vertigo. I I watched. Uh, you sent me that match. The crowd was really oh. behind you. Um, it seemed in that match and. Um, Oh, that match and the Doc Richards match as well—they were behind. You. How does that feel when the the crowd is, is is getting behind you for that, for the matches? Uh
0: it it feels like. Uh, I no, I'm not definitely the best wrestler in the world, but it feels like I'm the best wrestler in the world whenever I hear like the fans cheer for me because it's just like if they like if I win the fans over, that makes me happy. Like, I always am so happy about that. I uh, when it was the Von Virgo match, I thought I'm so fucked. This guy's so good. He's gonna like the crowd's gonna love him. They're gonna boo me the whole time, uh, but like as soon as I started wrestling, uh, they were chanting my name, and I was just like, "This is amazing."
1: Yeah, and it, it was a great match against Von uh, Von Vertigo. Well, what do you what do you um, hope to learn when you're in the ring with somebody like Vaughn Vertigo, who's um, uh, he's all over the place? Alpha One, C Four. He's um, uh, very, very, very talented wrestler. But what, what do you hope to get out of the match um, uh, when it's over, when you're in the ring with someone like Von Vertigo?
0: Uh, when it's, like, someone like Von Vertigo, uh, like, I... Like, those guys would actually stop by training. So, like, guys like Von Vertigo, Gabriel Fuerza, Holden Albright, they always, they, like, stop by HPW. They haven't for a while, but, like, the point is, like, I always learn something from those guys every time they're in. But one of the things I always want to learn is, like, how to get the crowd behind you, how to uh, make everything look precise. Like, if you watch throughout the uh, Von Vertigo match, he made everything look beautiful. And, like, at the time, that was, like, I would say my 10th match. So, and that was, like, the day of SummerSlam in Etobicoke. And I was like, a lot of my stuff looked a lot worse because I was nervous as hell. My headbutt still looked good, but that's about it.
1: No, you were fine. You so, were Yeah, I, you, I watched the match, and I couldn't even tell you were nervous at all. You did a really, really good job. You took a kind of vicious um, the 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 finisher, the backdrop to the knee. Look looked pretty sick, and <laughs> he look but, yeah. um, I, did, 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 uh, did he, did that hurt, or did he, um, did it look a lot worse than it actually was?
0: It looked a lot worse, it didn't hurt that bad, okay. but,
1: uh, that, like, that I can, saw it, was like, oh my like god, you're... oh my god, I hope, hope, safe. Travis Moore is okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it, like, you're always gonna feel a knee in your back, it's gonna hurt, but you're kind of, like, after you've taken that move enough times, you're just kind of like I. I'm fine now. I don't. I'll be all right. All
1: right, and you you mentioned Holden Albright a few times. Uh, it seems like every podcast I do uh, these days, somebody they uh, Holden Albright's name comes up. But um, give me your thoughts on Holden Albright. And have you ever met him in the ring? And if not, uh, would you like to meet him in the ring in 2020?
0: Uh. So. I think Holden is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Like, at first, I was extremely intimidated by him. And, like, I'm, I'm a person that... I deal with a lot of big people that are bigger than me, so I don't get intimidated that easily. But as soon as I met that guy, like, I was just like, this guy can fuck me up. <laughs> and, like... Uh, the one day uh, at HPW... I'm just going to qu- tell a quick story about Holden. Yeah, uh, the one day at H- HPW, I was having extremely, like, bad, like, anxiety breakdown. And Holden just kind of came up. He grabbed a chair, and he sat right in front of me and just went to talk. And we talked for about, like, 20 to 30 minutes about, like, what I was thinking. And he just told me advice. And he's told me, if you need help with anything, you can text me, bro. And so ever since, like, I've thought Holden was the most stand-up guy that I've ever met. But uh, Holden... For sure, one day in twenty twenty, I definitely want to face this guy because uh, he also does a running headbutt. So I kind of want to see our two running headbutts clash.
1: Okay, there you go. That'll be that'll be that'll be a sight to see, man. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Holden on, a great guy, and I I know he loves his white monsters. And uh, whenever um yeah I, whenever I'm whenever I'm coming out to one of the shows, he's always sent me a message. Don't forget to bring my white monsters, and I have to bring like three or four white <laughs> monsters for him. And but uh, he's a great guy, and uh, uh, definitely gonna go far in um in uh, professional wrestling. Uh, but um, let's talk about uh, the temple. Uh, you were a member of the temple. How did that all um. How did that all? Uh, how did you become a member of the temple? That must have been um, it must have been exciting.
0: Uh, so I'm friends with uh, uh Chad like Warhead. Yeah, and so uh, he told me he's like PWA has an opportunity for you. Uh, Temple, we're gonna do like a whole like uh, if you so you think you could Temple kind of thing. It's gonna be you, Wade, and uh, Mercy, and we're like, all right, cool. He told us cut a promo. Uh, meet us at that place, uh, meet us at uh, the Alpine Club for the show. We're like, all right, so uh, I cut cut a really shit promo, and uh, I was like, all right, I just lost the opportunity there. I asked Chad about it. He said, no, you're good. And so we did a uh, pre-show audition for the temple. We got to cut a promo in the ring, and uh, again, my promo was extremely terrible and uh, I uh, had to face Lenny lilac and it was like a 30 to 40 second match. Okay. He pinned me. He beat my ass and uh, We went backstage and so we didn't we stayed backstage and we're like, all right, that's the end of it We're not a part of the temple whatever and then uh, Chad comes up to me. He's like no after my match. You're coming out with uh, everyone from the temple you're getting on your knees, and you guys are getting initiati- initiated in. And, like, my first I first thing I said away, I was like, what the fuck? This <laughs> came from a squash match to, like, being a part of this big group. Like, the I would say the biggest heel group in that company. And so, like, obviously, when we, they told us to beat up Chad. And, like, we just stood there for a second, and we just jumped on Chad. And, uh... Afterwards, they said, "All right, come back to the next show." And again, I was just really confused about that, but it gave me good like it gave me good experience. Got a lot of good advice from guys like Jeff Black, uh, Lenny, uh, Chad, especially because Chad would stop by HPW and train with us. So he would always tell us what he thought of what we did.
1: So what's what's uh, what's Tex Lexus uh, like to work for? I know he's a. Uh... He's a very opinionated <laughs> guy with a kind of a big mouth. But uh, what's uh, what's he what's he really like, man?
0: Really, that guy's like once you get in, yeah, he's a big mouth dude. But once I'm you get I'm, to know I'm him, just like, kidding
1: around. I'm just kidding around. Tex Lexus <laughs> is a friend of mine. I'm a big <laughs> fan of Tex Lexus. when and he was he was on my yeah. show. He told me to shut up a few times. So uh, a big fan of Tex Lexus. I have a lot of respect for him. I just, it was just it was, yeah. it was just a joke. Uh, yeah. But uh, same here. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Same
0: here. I I think. Uh, Tex is actually a really nice dude. Uh, I didn't meet Tex at PWA. I met him at Union for, like, uh, SummerSlam week. And, like, for, like he gave me advice on, like, how to be such a good character and stuff. And he told me, like, uh, when I met him at PWA, I was kind of shocked. I didn't see him with his cowboy hat, so I didn't recognize him. So, uh, for sure, like, Tex is, like, actually really nice dude he gave good advice for some uh certain things and he's an entertaining person to listen to on the mic
1: yeah actually uh, again just just a ch- just just a joke uh, i have big tex lexus he's <laughs> very very talented uh, i love tex lexus he's a good friend of mine i talk to him often and uh it's just just a joke so tex don't get upset if you're listening it's just just a joke. Uh, <laughs> so is the temple is it i know pwa is now a 365 uh pro wrestling um is the temple still going to be a faction or is that has that ended or you're not sure
0: i think temple is still a thing i have no clue if we're going to be a part of it like me win mercy but we're going to try and see what is possible for our opportunities and if we got a chance thank you to eddie osborne if we don't, thank you to Adeliza Osborne for having us for PWA for the last few shows.
1: There you go. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully you're still uh, a member of um, of the temple. I know it was. I know it's normally just uh, the lilac, Jeff Black, uh, Tex Lexus, and you guys were, were great additions. So hopefully they'll bring it back if they continue. Um, to go ahead with the with the temple, and I, I could put in a good word with Tex Lexus as well if if you like. I, I, I get I can let him know that uh, that you guys belong in the temple. Um, so, what do you love most about being a professional wrestler? What's what's the what's your favorite thing about it?
0: Uh honestly, my favorite thing about being a pro wrestler, knowing that this is the thing I've wanted to do all my life, and I'm doing it right now, and no matter what, I I said I said all the time if I. Did, I, if I get injured in the ring, I'm fine with it. If I die in the ring, I'm happy. I did something I was lo- I loved.
1: Well, we don't want you to die in the ring. Uh. We want you to stay. Yeah, like, I know. We don't want I you know. to be. We don't want you to be unsafe, Travis Moore. We want you to be safe, Travis Moore. Okay. We don't want. <laughs> you to, we don't want you to die in the ring. That's a, so. Hopefully, that'll never happen. That'll never happen, man.
0: Yeah, it's more of a. It's more of a thing I say, like to prove my point. I love professional wrestling. Okay. No matter what, since I've been doing it. I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with my life.
1: All right, cool, man. Cool. So, so what's the what would you say is the most difficult part about uh, being a up and coming professional wrestler?
0: That's an actually a question I really don't know the answer for. For difficult, I, I'm a very nervous person, so I would say that I'm extremely nervous a lot. So, uh, like, if I'm wrestling, I like get nervous to the point where I feel like, oh, my strikes don't look good. I'm not loud enough. Uh, But when it comes to being uh, up and comer, a lot of people I've realized don't understand the whole point of paying dues. Uh, And that's a very big annoyance for me. Like, I, I paid dues for Alpha One when I first broke my collarbone. I paid dues for every company I've tried working for. And, like, some people are like, New and they just kind of stand around. They don't help out, and it's kind of an annoyance to me. So I feel like the most difficult part about it is realizing people aren't gonna be helping out when they're new. Uh, that's the best I can say for that.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I you I was gonna ask you a question about paying your dues, but uh, uh, that was my next question. But you've answered that already, so uh, that's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's important to pay your dues. I know a lot of up and coming wrestlers, and I've heard this from other wrestlers as well, not just from you, but a lot of a lot of wrestlers have told me that some of the new guys they don't want to help out, like, like you just said, and, and it, it kind of annoys them. But uh, why do you think that is? Do you think that just they don't they just think that they, they don't need to, or, or why do you, they don't need to pay dues? So why do you think they don't want to help out?
0: I mean, personally, I pay dues to like show respect to wrestling and everything, yeah. and show respect to the promoter and everyone. But I feel like those like some I feel like some people do it because they feel like they're better than other people. Uh, but I feel like some people just don't realize the importance of paying dues, and some people might be told like it's not important to pay dues by like some of their trainers. That that's my opinion on that. Okay. Like it's either they don't realize how important it is, they've been told it's not important, or they feel like they're better than other people.
1: All right, there you go, man. That does. But uh, you know, you keep paying your dues. You're doing the right thing, man. And um, it. it it's uh it's paying off because you you seem to be getting booked in a lot of places uh like actually you have a um show coming out for courage pro wrestling uh and you're you're actually your image is on the poster how does that feel seeing your image on on uh on a poster for a pro wrestling show that must be a great feeling man
0: yeah like the only image like the first like show i got a poster on for was like uh hpw and i was like that's cool but that's my wrestling school so I want to get on a poster for another company. And then I got in the poster for Union, and that, like, really, like, freaked me out. But, like, as soon as I saw I got on the poster for Courage. And it wasn't a lot of HVW guys or anything. And that, like, it was... Technically, this is my, like, second match back for them or something. So I saw, like, I'm next to, like, Aiden Prince. And right then, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I'm going to be on a show with, like, Aiden Prince, Gregory Iron, uh... I didn't see any of the other faces on that poster because I was kind of more freaked out by that.
1: <laughs> okay, do you know who your opponent is for that for that show?
0: Uh, I don't know yet. What if what, if, what if they put you
1: in the ring with Aiden Prince? So you like just freak out?
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I because <laughs> uh, Aiden Prince was on the first ever indie show I've ever attended, and he was one of my favorites. So that definitely freaked me out.
1: Uh, let's see. It could happen. It could happen. It could be uh, save Travis Moore against uh, Aiden Prince. It would be a great match. It'd be a great match if, uh, if that happens. Hey, um, hopefully. <laughs> so what would you say is your biggest accomplishment in 2019 and what goals do you have for 2020?
0: Uh, my biggest accomplishment? Uh, getting title matches. I got two title matches this year and uh, obviously also getting booked and debuting but uh, I got uh, title match at, at one company, CWO, and then I got a trios title match with Matt Cash and Shonimo versus BMD, Kobe Durst, Carter Mason versus Corey Stone, Aiden Rain, and Mark Shaw, and like, that match was definitely a lot of fun, so I want more matches like that. Okay. Uh, I want more opportunities for more companies, and if it's possible in 2020, I want to travel out to New York and try and Get some bookings there.
1: Okay, well, I'm I'm actually from Queens, New York, so maybe I can help you out there. So. Uh, oh, sweet. <laughs> so, um, so uh, excuse me. So, New York, um, United States. Are there any, any other countries that you're hoping to get to? Uh, like maybe Japan or out in the UK?
0: Japan's like one of my top goals. Uh, okay. But uh, really, my whole one of my whole things is uh, if I'm going to travel somewhere, I have to wrestle there. That's one of my biggest points in professional wrestling. So if I'm going to travel somewhere, uh, it's a for sure that I'm going to try my best to get on that card. Whether it's pre-show, whether it's uh, mid-card, hell, if it's main event, even better. But still,
1: all right, man. Cool. So, uh, you know, you 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 have a bright future ahead of you, man. I know you're only 18 years old, and uh, you 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 feel you still have a lot to learn in the ring, or.
0: I have so much more to learn, man. Like, I I'm not I'm not gonna kiss my own ass. I got so much more to learn. Uh, Like, I I've only been like I started. I would say like my actual training day was like probably January. So I'm only like a year in. So I definitely got more to learn. You learn something new every day, of course. uh, And that's and that's something I'm gonna have to do in wrestling. Like even on shows, you learn something. Uh, like especially if you're facing people that are better than you or even worse than you, you can, and everyone is talented in Ontario, don't get me wrong. But if you face someone that you feel is not as good, you learn something from that too. So, my that's one of my goals as well. I want to learn every day.
1: There you go. So Marcus Gold II is another guy. He was actually on the show. Uh, he wrote. I saw he wrote on Facebook that you're a can't-miss prospect. That That's going to make you feel absolutely fantastic, man. He wrote on Facebook that? He wrote on Facebook, uh, uh, we're going to talk about your t-shirts, but he said uh, uh, get, get the new t-shirt from the can't-miss prospect referring to you. So yeah, so he did say that.
0: Oh, that's great. I love that guy, like honestly. Uh, he's been an asshole in the ring, but back – Like, when we're training and stuff, he was one of the first people I ever talked to. So, like, that's never going to leave me, and I always think that kid's a great guy.
1: Yeah, no, he's, uh, oh, he's an asshole in the ring because yeah, that's his character. And he even said it. that uh, yeah. he, he, even, uh, he said, well, as soon as he puts on that gold jacket, he becomes an asshole. So, uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, it's, you know, you got, uh, you know, your peers and, uh, are, are saying that you're calling your a can't-miss prospect. That's, uh, that's going to be absolutely fantastic to hear, man. Uh, so you're obviously, you're obviously doing something right up until this point. That, that's definitely for sure, man. Uh, so So what's the dream match? What's the dream match for you?
0: My dream match? Uh for sure Marco Stunt. Uh, okay. but if I'm gonna say like someone for uh, let's see, let's say like a big company, so WWE, definitely AJ Styles or Dan O'Brien. Okay. Uh if it's like AEW or something, it's definitely gonna be like Marco Stunt or Cody Rhodes, but uh, Ontario wise I'll go with Josh Alexander or Ethan Page, those guys.
1: Okay, maybe uh, maybe you could get a, a partner, and you could go um, go after the north and see if you could uh, get those impact titles away from them. Yeah, hey, me and Wade could try and yeah, team up. you, you and Wade maybe a great tag team, man. Be a great tag team. Uh, so, who have been some of your favorite some of your favorite opponents? Um, Was it like Wade or? Who? Uh,
0: like some of my favorite opponents, I would say uh, someone like uh, you know who Chris Logan is.
1: Oh yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, Chris Logan. I had a match at HPW with him. Okay. One of my favorite matches I've ever had. Uh, My match with Doc Richards definitely holds a special place in my heart. Uh, I'm really good friends with Doc, too, so, like, just thinking about that, it's really cool. Uh, Let's see, another match that I really enjoy, that trios title match, Uh, I thought that match was just so much fun. Like, those are, like, probably my top three.
1: Yeah, that Doc Richards match was just Absolutely fantastic, man, uh, and uh, again, I know I mentioned earlier, but I got a little nervous because he was hitting you with those, with those bumps, man, I was like, wow, but uh, no, and you got the victory over him as well, well that, that was definitely a great match, uh, so you mentioned WWE, you mentioned AEW, um, what's the ultimate goal, if, if you were able to choose to end up anywhere, where, where, where's the ultimate goal for you?
0: I always think one. St- I only think one step ahead. So uh, if it was an ultimate goal, it would be definitely like either of those. But like I can't really choose one because both those companies like for more freedom. Though I feel like AEW like for okay. a move set and stuff. Okay. Because uh, WWE they have like only certain people doing like I feel like some people are move sets are limited there, and they change a lot about the person. So. It's like AEW, I feel like that would be the perfect goal for me. Just to keep myself the way I am.
1: You think they can uh, overtake the WWE in the ratings?
0: I mean, I've seen like when they first started, they were like taking over NXT and everything. Yeah. But uh, I feel like it's going to be like the WCW versus WWE kind of thing happen again. Like where it's going to be just back and forth and eventually AEW could dominate for a while.
1: Yeah, no. But let's
0: hope they don't fire Vince Russo.
1: <laughs> okay, man. I, I I don't I don't want to I, I I don't really have anything um against Vince Russo. I think he he, <laughs> saw, he started out doing a good job with the WWE, but then when he went to uh, WCW, he really screwed that up there. But uh, he's he's got a yeah. decent mind for wrestling. But uh, I, I don't think there's any uh, chance that he's going to show up anyway at AEW anyway. So they they wouldn't find yeah. him. Uh, so, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself um, in one of these major promotions uh, in in five years?
0: God, I hope so. But uh, where I see myself is, uh, I'm gonna still be training every day. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be touring. I'm gonna try and go across America. in five years, I'm hoping I'll be. Uh, I'll be going other countries other than America and Canada, like Italy. France anywhere. That's really where I see my end goal.
1: All right, man. Well you're definitely gonna make it, man. Uh you're definitely definitely very, very talented in the ring. And uh you keep at it and um your your pro wrestling dreams are definitely gonna come true for you, my man. Uh and Thank you. you're welcome. And before we wrap this up, um anything you wanna plug? I know you gotta do T shirt available. Uh yeah, um any upcoming shows, uh, anything you want to plug, uh, feel free to plug away, man.
0: Uh, you know what? I'll just plug my, uh, social medias. Uh, so for, uh, I don't really have like a Facebook page. I have a Travis Moore page, but, uh, okay. if you search that up, you'll find myself, uh, for Instagram, you can either follow Brendan Tia Dare, which is just me or, uh, the underscore Travis Moore. And if you want to go on Twitter, you could go to the underscore Travis Moore. Next show I'll be at. Uh, I'll be at any show coming up, just hanging out. Or you can just go to see me next, Welland, January 18th, B versus Rip Impact. I don't know any of the other matches on the card yet, but once that comes out, I'll definitely be posting about that.
1: All right, Fenton. What about the, the T-shirt? Is that available yet for purchase or not yet?
0: T-shirt will be available for purchase. Uh... You can just buy it at any of the shows I'll be at wrestling. Okay. Or if you want to and you're around the area, I you could message me and I'll save one for you the next time I see you.
1: All right, that's cool. It's nice shirt, by the way, man. Definitely, and uh, thank
0: uh, you.
1: When, um, if I'm, I should say if, but when I'm at uh, one of the shows that you're at I'll definitely uh pick up a large for sure, man. Uh, very very nice t-shirt, <laughs> man. And um, thank you. I just, I just want to say thank you very much, my man, for, for joining me today. Um, you're very, very talented in the ring. Uh, you're definitely a star of tomorrow, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. And you have a bright, bright, bright future ahead of you in the world of professional wrestling, my friend.
0: Thank you very much.
1: My pleasure. This man. means a lot to me. My pleasure, man. You keep up the great work, and uh, when you when you step in the ring with Holden Albright, don't hurt him too bad, okay? <laughs> Just take I it, prom- take, it yeah, take it easy on the big lovable guy. Take it easy on the big lovable guy. All right. Well, this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin, the Stars of Tomorrow podcast. Again, want to thank my guest, Safe Travis Moore. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.